the mile rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Hello, good morning. Welcome, everyone, to the uh, mile rate as we look back at what was a fabulous night of uh, harness racing at uh, at Ballarat last night. I think we unearthed the star. We were able to... Uh, uh, see another star uh, return second up from a spell and another one first up from a spell. Uh, a lot to look forward to in the, the harness racing ranks. I mean, they've got the big races on our doorstep now. Uh, multiple success uh, for the night. David Moran and uh, Emma Stewart teamed up for three winners. David Aiken and Josh Aiken teamed up for two winners and Andy Gass prepared two winners. Rob Orbert joins me this morning to have a look back at this, uh, what was a terrific program. Uh, Rob, good morning. Very good morning to you, Danny, and um, yeah, listening to uh, your comments here about the the stars that were emerging last night, and it's a real testament to the breeding here in Victoria of our breeders. I mean, we're just breeding better and faster horses, and you only had to look at the times last night, the two-year-old catch a wave, amazing performance, a 153.8 mile rate, and then you look at those two amazing fillies in Ladies in Red and Tough Tilly, uh, 156.8 mile rate in that uh, three-year-old classic, they went, they came home in 53.5, it's uh, it's quite quite phenomenal, and we just saw some fantastic times, and the future's looking very, very strong for our uh, harness racing breed, both uh, paces and trotters. And it won't shock anyone to uh, to know that it was a pretty cool night last night at Ballarat. So they're running those sorts of times when it's six or seven degrees. Uh, I personally think they're capable of going at least a second faster when you get a night in the uh, low to mid-twenties. So there's even better to come for these horses. Uh, the big races are not far away. We're three weeks from the Victoria Cup, Victoria Oaks, Victoria Derby. It's on the same program, so that'll be a super Saturday. And then uh, in uh, November, we've, of course, got the brief. Leaders crown and in December, New Year's Eve, uh, is the, the Vic Breads. So they're amongst the biggest races in Victoria for the year. And uh, we're seeing some of the stars that are going to be engaged in those races uh, running uh, around. And, um, and uh, one of the excitement machines, without a doubt, came from race number three last night, Rob. It was the APG uh, Victoria two-year-old gold Vic Sovereign final. And Catch a Wave was only having his second start and he blew them away. He looked something else. 500 left to travel, and it's catch a wave into the final turn. Just given a bit more leather, and he got away on more lean under pressure. Muscle barn interest free going okay. Peels three deep, but the leader's really travelling. Off the back straight in 28-1 for the third quarter, and catch a wave raced away from more lean. Uh, battling on was muscle barn interest free out wider, but it's all catch a wave. It's well clear of more lean. Trying to pick up again muscle barn and interest free out wider, but it's all catch a wave. Gee, he could be a star and has raced away and bolted in catch away first more in the filly did a great job to hold second 15 away uh, picking up again late muscle bar third fourth Kate wow uh, we um, there's a lot of hype around this race and in particular your horse wow he's pretty special yeah he um, we've always sort of liked him and um, he's Always worked really good at home, you know, far better than any cheer I would have for quite some time. And um, he took a little bit to get going early, and um, he's he's um, been good for a while now. And we really liked him, uh, really like him. But that was, um, yeah, that was um, probably even exceeded um, our expectations of, you know, um, even how how good we thought he was. 
He's a gelding uh, by Captain Treacherous. He's a lovely-looking type. He's not even fully furnished yet, uh, I don't think, Rob. I think you'll see the best of him as a three-year-old. Uh, he, he's a lovely size about him. He's got a tremendous... Uh, um, physique, uh, but I reckon it'll get better, which is frightening, isn't it? Looking forward to the future. He carved his last quarter out there in a scintillating 26.5. Oh, look, he's he's also got that physical presence, doesn't he, Danny? He's such a big, strong horse. Uh, he's uh, out of a mare called uh, Copper Good One, who was a daughter of Copper Beach, who, of course, took out the Victoria Oaks back in 2004. So there's some really good bloodlines through the maternal family going back a, a few generations. And Catch a Wave just looks to have all the uh, right qualities to be uh, measuring right up to the big two-year-old races as the year unfolds. A, a lovely type, Andy and Kate do a terrific job and uh, a very good performance by the horse last night. He was able to lead 153.8 mile rate, 29-1, 30.7 first two quarters, and he just put the uh, foot to the floor, 28-1, 26-5 home. Defeated the, uh, the Philly Moreland, uh, Sean Kittle, Greg Fleming, uh, the, the team there doing an amazing job with their team. They had a great night uh, at Shepparton on Friday night. She's a lovely filly, had to take on the boys in this. There, was, there weren't enough fillies to uh, have a fillies division, so they were forced to race against the boys. So I thought her performance was outstanding. Muscle Bart uh, for our good friend Gary Barton down at Warnable. Uh, he was brave. He just wasn't good enough to uh, compete against Catch a Wave. And then interest-free, had a good run, ran on quite nicely but uh, look all all honours here to catch a wave I think we've got to keep following Moreland she looks a lovely filly and once she gets back into her own grade she's going to be very hard to beat Catch a wave is paid up for the Breeders' Crown and uh, naturally is Vic Brett as well some uh, group ones uh, perhaps await him uh, in the next few months all race number four, the most anticipated clash to a degree was uh, Ladies in Red versus Tough Tilly. We've seen them clash a few times before and we know it pretty much comes down to barrier draws. Uh, they came back uh, to the racetrack. Ladies in Red was second up, but they just reminded us what uh, star horses look like and what they do. Ladies in Red was phenomenal, carving out incredible splits uh, to win the Nutrient Argent three-year-old classic race four back in 27 for the third quarter and it's Ladies in Red five metres in front. Tough Tilly is in second and a clear second. They're well clear of the others but in the home stretch it's Ladies in Red going strongly. Led five metres on Tough Tilly who sticks to her task well getting to third. Doug's Bay but Ladies in Red. Ladies in Red's too good tonight but we're going to see some great clashes coming up in the near future and Ladies in Red wins it from Tough Tilly. Doug's Bay's absolutely flying. It's sprinted through for third. To join us here for the second time tonight, Dave. Uh, uh, that's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, no, it was, mate. It, uh, she was she was really sharp tonight. Last start, she obviously um, first run back, and she was a little bit dull. We didn't um, didn't bust her too much, but um, we let her know that we're there up the straight this time, and just sharpen her up for the uh, Oaks heats. I was going to ask you that. Could you compare her to first up? You drove her as well here at Ballarat a couple of weeks ago, and tonight, you reckon she felt a bit better? Yeah, yep, yeah, no, definitely a lot better. Definitely a lot better. It's pretty scary if you've got another three-year-old filly in that division. Tough Tilly was amazing, I thought. Um, 27-1 and 26-4, Rob, with their final quarters. And believe it or not, I reckon they could have gone slightly quicker. Yeah, look, uh, she's an outstanding filly. Uh, we, we know how good she is. Uh, Tough Tilly was terrific in defeat. These two fillies uh, are 
look, they were they were the two dominant fillies in Victoria last year. You only have to go back to the Vic Bread final last year, where Tough Tilly defeated Ladies in Red. You go before that, the Breeders' Crown, where Ladies in Red was uh, the victor. And you sort of look at the horses behind those horses. Uh, Rogue Wave, I think,'s had some issues. Joanna, who was terrific last week, uh, probably you know probably ranking it around the third type filly. And in moments like these, and Soho Broadway, who went up to Queensland, outside of those horses, I mean, Doug's Babe last night was terrific. There's no real Victorian challenges, uh, I feel, from a, a Victorian. I, I reckon Oaks Beach Music will step up, Rob. I, I reckon Beach yep. Music has made the uh, improvement uh, from the two-year-old. I think she's she she'll get closer to Ladies in Red and Tough Tilly if she gets a good draw. She can be competitive, but look, if she was a suburb behind them last start, she might only be a street away now. Yeah, well, she ran fifth in that Vic Bread final, got beaten 23 metres behind Tough Tilly and uh, ladies in red. So they've got a bit of ground to make up. But look, yeah, no doubt, Danny, look, Beach Music's probably in the other the other uh, of that second-tier, uh, top-tier pack. But they, they, they're such top, top fillies, aren't they? Like, you'd just yeah. be quite oh, happy as to good any of those. In <laughs> any year, wouldn't they? They would guys. stand up in any year of two-year-olds and three-year-olds that I have ever seen, they would be the top of the grade. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, look, ladies in red, she terrific last night. One fifty six eight mile rate, forty four two lead time, thirty one six thirty point four. They got home in twenty seven one and twenty six four, so fifty three five their last half. Tough Tilly race without cover for that last lap. Battle on really strongly. She's only going to get fitter from that run. Doug's babe, terrific. Absolutely flying. You were spot on with your uh, commentary straight after the race. She's going so well. Uh, Eva Mateo was brave. Sahara Storm, aliens exist just as well. All nice fillies, but uh, these two fillies, they're just so special. And as you said, probably the best two fillies we've seen for a very long time. And, of course, they're both heading towards the Victoria Oaks, which is the second Saturday in October. So uh, and, we'll get to see a bit of them and heading towards the Breeders' Crown of Vic Bread as well. Yeah, and Dan, like, you know, that, that, that the Oaks is over 27.60, so it's going to be another question mark and dimension to these two fillies now, isn't it? They're going to have to step up another five 500 metres or so, and it'll be interesting to see how they handle it, but it's going to be intriguing, really looking forward to it. Yeah, a lot to look forward to there. The fifth event was the Tab Gamma Light free-for-all and bulletproof boy. Um, he was able to win again. He's a remarkable horse, and Greg Sugar's teamed up for the victory. Pilot Major, they're at it now. Mac Dan's had a lovely trip, 1-1, about to peel three deep, and he travels well as Major Roll tries to kick. Mac Dan picks up very strongly, though. Gets past Silent Major, then Sicario, Tango Tara, bulletproof boy. Off the back in 27-1, Major Roll in front, Mac Dan's three metres away. Then came Sicario, Tango Tara, in the straight, Mac Dan still a metre off for Major Roll, Tango Tara, bulletproof boy with a run. Major Roll giving plenty, Mac Dan, bulletproof boy, flying with Tango Tara, great finish, bulletproof boy! Bulletproof boy's got up on the last hop and has beaten um, either Major Roll, Tango Tara, and uh, maybe favourites miss the place here, Mac Dan, but it's close. Greg Sugars joins us, the winning driver of Bulletproof Boy. Greg, uh, I know, you, I know you're, um, you don't really care about the odds, but this bloke gets up at that price all the time. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's what Scotty said to me actually as he went out. He's a big price, but don't let that worry. He's won it, uh, you know, seventy and eighty to one before, so that's not a problem. I'm not sure how many times you've driven him, Greg. It wouldn't be for a while if you have. Have you have you got intimate knowledge of this guy? No, this is the first time I've driven him. I obviously raced against him and, and seen plenty of him, but uh, first time uh, sitting behind him. So um, 
Yeah, as, as David just said, you know, he's just one of them lovely old horses that races week in, week out and seems to always uh, run a good, honest race. So, um, yeah, they're lovely horses to drive. And uh, he's a little bit of a pain, actually, before before the race. He doesn't walk around very good, but in the run, he's very profe- professional. A yeah, remarkable horse. Seems like he's been around longer than his age suggests because he's only a six-year-old, but he's a winning machine. But um, punters, they forget every, a bit, don't they, Rob? Because every time he wins, as uh, Greg talked about and Tim O'Connor, who was uh, hosting the Trots Vision last night, uh, they suggested it seems to always be 20 to 1 or even longer than that. In fact, one at one stage last night, he was $41 fixed odds. Yeah, look, he's uh, he's a great horse, and uh, well done to Scotty Ewan and Greg Sugars who took the reins last night. Uh, as he uh, mentioned, he played up a little bit at the start. The stewards put him in the the broken the score up last chance in the draw, but he's done that a few times. But uh, you know, from the position where he came back, which was worse than midfield, and to come from behind uh, Mac Dan and Tango Tara to run him down, it was a it was a huge effort. Mile rate of one fifty five eight. Uh, 31 6, 28 9, 27 1, and then 27 3 home. So 54 4 last half, and he's come from uh, midfield to get over the top to win. Major role, who I black book last week, Danny nearly got there. Uh, it was a yeah, really great close. performance. Uh, top effort. Uh, Tango Tara. Ran on really strongly. Macdan was in the right spot. Uh, obviously, first up, just maybe short of a run, obviously. He was beaten a half neck, and he ran fourth. Uh, Sicario was close up in behind him. Like the runner, Shorty's mate. There's one for uh, the Black Book uh, at, at, at Big Odds somewhere. They might sneak him up to Mildura somewhere, but his run was really good. Silent Major did too much work, and Cruz uh, just uh, yeah got a fair bit of work to do in front of him. But look, uh, uh, out of the race, some really good performances. But, oh, Black Book, Shorty's mate. Danny, uh, I think there might be a win somewhere uh, around that Mildura district. Rob, the Group 3 Allied Express, tailor-made Lombo, the feature for the Mayors. Enchanted Stride have been racing against the boys mainly. Uh, hadn't won a race since uh, December of last year. The Pantheist is back to the inside and last of all, Monomir, but they're well bunched. Diamond Party's in front as they leave the back. 400 metres left to travel. 28-7 the third quarter and it's Diamond Party from Okasaki under pressure. Final piece called on. Enchanted strides into the clear now. End of the straight. Diamond Party wanted to shift out off the pegs. It's a major surprise. Got a dream run through. Final piece, and now Enchanted Stride gets out. Enchanted Stride right down the outside. Monomia tracks her home. It's a major surprise. Grabbed by Enchanted Stride. Enchanted Stride won it. Enchanted Stride gets through to win it from either It's a Major Surprise. Monomia, very good run again. And close-up Diamond Party, a bit wayward in the straight. She's run a number of placings, and, and even the ninth placing last start was a good run. She, she's been going super without any luck. Yeah, absolutely. You know, last start, uh, I was probably drive error. You know, just hopefully tonight it made up for it. Yeah, I think so. I think you, I think we, you might get another one, Rocket. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> oh, no, I did say to uh, Tim when you went back earlier, I went, well, that's interesting. Um, but, uh, you know, I did say you'd push out, and uh, and you uh, you definitely did that. Yeah, well, it was sort of it worked out good. I didn't really have to do much pushing, Dave, because um, Taylor, she decided to come out herself, and then Dave sort of pushed her out um, for me. So, you know, it was like um, the whistle was blown, and it was all for me. Yeah. Rod Petroff, the winning driver. That was David Miles, who's the winning trainer on the coverage on Trots Vision last night. Uh, very good mare, and uh, she was able to break through. But some good runs behind, including your mare, Monomir, who's absolutely flying, Rob. 
A very good performance by Enchanted Stride. Deserved the win. It was a, a top drive by uh, Rodney Petroff. He was three back to the inside. He was able to work his way off the pegs when uh, uh, She Will Rock came out. Unfortunately for, uh, for for mine, She Will Rock didn't go anywhere and uh, Monomir got held up at that point. And, and Enchanted Stride, a really good drive by Rodney. He was able to get to the outside. She deserved the win. She's been going so well and uh, well done to the camp there. A 155.6 mile rate. 28-7, 31-4 first two quarters. They came home in 28-7 and 27-4. So 56-1. There was uh, the tempo backed off mid-race, which made it a bit harder for the horses back in the field. But Enchanted Stride, lovely filly. It's a major surprise. Racing well. It's never too far away. Monomere, absolutely flying. Look, she's... Uh, She's emerging as a horse, Dan. She's it's been a very late maturer. We've been very patient with her, but she'll, she'll keep improving and she'll get a bit more seasoned at this type of racing. Uh, she'll be driven in that sort of manner going forward. Diamond Party, uh, yeah, look, how, had, had its winning chance. Wanted to get off the track, didn't she, uh, for some reason, in the straight after a really good run mm. at her previous start. And uh, the Panthers will certainly be improved by that performance. But I think there's probably two two really good horses to follow here. I think certainly Monomia, worth following, and I think the Panthers uh, will certainly strip a lot fitter for that run last night. Back to the first event on the card. It was the first leg of a double for trainer David Aiken and driver Josh Aiken. Let's rock, let's roll. The race panned out really well for him. He's a, a dead set sit sprinter, but he's got a devastating burst of speed. Yeah, very good run. He came from back in the field. It was a mile rate of 157.6, 30.331 the first two quarters. Uh, they went really hard down the back, 27.6 and 28.4 home. So a 56.4 last half, 157.6 mile rate. Let's Rock, Let's Roll came from back in the field over the top of them. Stingray Tara ran on really well again last night. Uh, let's Rock, Let's Roll came from behind Stingray Tara to run it down. Colonial Terror, who's made the trip down from Mildura for Luke Watson. Good to see Luke back in uh, at Ballarat. It was a really good run by Colonial Terror. Lovely performance. Sheffield Sparky had absolutely no luck, ready to win. Shady As was a good run. Mr Fortuna came around to the breeze and uh, battled on strongly. Uh, Blaster Ranger had its chance in the straight. Uh, I'm Shadow Boxer had no luck whatsoever in the race. But look, probably horses to follow out of it. There's probably a few. I think certainly Colonial Terror was a terrific run. Sheffield Sparky, I'd be black booking Sheffield Sparky. He, he's been bursting to win a race. He's just not having much luck. Uh, like the run of Shady Az, I think he's going really well. And uh, look, obviously I'm Shadow Boxer. The day will come where everything will go right for him. So there's a few to follow out of the race. It was an even group of horses. Masucci, really good trotter, took out the second event. Caused the false start, so she'll be out of the draw the next couple of runs. Yeah, good effort. Mile rate, two minutes, point one, uh, 42.7 lead time, 32 and 32.1 first two quarters, really slow early, 64.1, uh, 29 down the back, 28.4. It was controlled on the speed, and Masucci uh, leading throughout. A jewel in the crown was really good. Once again, continues to race well. She's uh, uh, a very honest horse. Uh, Scruffy Duel and Zigzag Zoo all battled on pretty well uh, a fair way back in the race, but Masucci led throughout, uh, caused a false start, as you mentioned, but a very talented mare. Uh, out of the race, really, uh, for mine anyway, I think a jewel in the crown's going well. And the rest of them were pretty even. It's all going to come down to barrier draws and race tempo. But uh, out of that race, I, at this point of time, a jewel in the crown from last night's performance. About time resumed after a long break to to win. Started a, a $1.70 favourite to take out race number six. 
Very good horse. Uh, he's by Art Major at a Limerick Star, and uh, he's uh, now with Emma Stewart and popped around to uh, the breeze and uh, controlled the race from that point. They went a mile rate of 157.8, 31.8, 30.5, 28.5, and 27.4 home. So 55.9 last half, and about time, as you mentioned, is a, a very good horse. And uh, he was first up. He trialled well at Melton prior to the win. Uh, he was too strong at the finish. Equity stride, absolutely flying for Shane Sanders. And he was another one we black booked last time. And he, he runs second again last night. But a really good run. He's ready to win. Uh, Max Actor uh, found a top in the race. So Equity stride led and handed up to Max Actor. He battled on strongly. Carload was honest. Major Meister had no luck. I think we've black booked Major Meister a couple of times. I'd be black booking him again. I, I certainly think he's ready to win. He's just got to get the right race uh, and things to go his way. Uh, Yanari, Hugo Rocks assassinated all okay. And there's another one out of this race, Danny. I'd be black booking too. Horse called Watchlist. He ran second last in the race. I liked his run. Uh, he's only going to get fitter. So the two horses I'll be following out of that race, Major Meister and Watchlist. And that completed a treble for trainer Emma Stewart and for driver David Moran. Andy Gath brought up his second winner of the night. Diamonds and Cash, the horses really click with Jordan and lead them. Really good effort again last night. 154-1 mile rate, uh, 28-1, 30.6 first two quarters, 27-8 and 28-3 home. And Diamonds and Cash, who was uh, uh, sitting back in the field, there was plenty of tempo when that first part of the race and he finished over the top of him to win. Major Manbar was close up in behind. He was held up momentarily, got a late split, hit the line strongly. Iconic Major, I thought, was a good effort, battled on really strongly. Jillaby Nitro, who led in the race, uh, set a good tempo but just couldn't finish off the race. Master Moonlight heavily supported. Broke uh, shortly after the start. Uh, got a fair way back. He was just climbing over their backs. He should have won the race. He, he was a good thing lick last night, Master Moonlight. Rollover was okay. Kaki Nui had its chance but can improve. Uh, Jimmy the Irishman just couldn't get into the race from the tempo. Neither could steal screens and uh, Yarni out of the race. Master Moonlight was certainly the uh, the good horse uh, beaten last night out of that race. Other horses to follow. I think G Jimmy the Irishman Look, he trolled brilliantly at Melton on uh, Monday night. He just couldn't get into the race last night. So they're the two I'd be following out of the race, Master Moonlight and Jimmy the Irishman. Race nine was a high-end claiming race, but it was an entertaining race. Whenever Struve and Always Faster engaged, you know you're going to get something. And Struve, I was going to say he didn't let you down from the entertainment point of view, but he did let the punters down because he uh, broke at the start of the race. But Soletic uh, has been in fantastic form. Uh, where's the, 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 the colours that were made famous by Gavin Lang? And, and to be truthful, Josh Aiken, if you didn't know any better, you, you would have thought it was the late Gavin Lang. It was a lovely drive. It was. It was a really good race. I think there wasn't a horse in this race that performed badly. They, they all ran really well. Mile rate, 153.8. Uh, lead time, 6.2. 28.2, 30.3, 28.6, 28.6 home. It was a run at a pretty fast tempo. Sir Liddy came over the top to win. Bernie Winkle came from a mile back, really hit the line strongly. He's flying. Aussie Battler back to the sprint race or sprint distance was uh, really suited. He, he ran a great race. He wasn't able to uh, lead in the race, but he, he battled on really strongly. Uh, all set was a good effort. Came around and sat in the breeze and battled on. Some beat Shadow, ran on okay. Struve galloped at the start. As you said, he's uh, costly at times, but still hit the line strongly. Arden Roanoke led and weakened. Always fast, didn't get much uh, room in the straight. He was held up and just went over the line and hashtag, well, he was going to be right in it and uh, nearly fell over 
a half up the straight. He's certainly worth following as well. I think there's um, a number of horses that are, are just all going really well in that race, and uh, I think you could follow any of them in, in the right race. They won't be too far away. In the last event, this uh, mare, So What, got the prize and uh, has really clicked with Karen Manning. Karen's driven the mare three times for a perfect record three wins, Rob. Uh, well, she's a uh, world champion, isn't she? She's an amazing uh, lady and a terrific performance by So What, handling it beautifully for Lance Justice. Mile rate 157.7, 44 lead time, 30.9, 30 first two quarters, 28.1 and 27.9 home. She came from back in the field to finish over the top of her. Monsieur Delacour, who led in the race, battled on strongly for second. React the fact that a really good effort was able to get to the pegs, handed up to Monsieur Delacour, who was badly held up and was climbing over their backs. More of our just in behind and the big end in town doing a little bit of work. B Little was a bit disappointing after having a good run. Our Sir Oliver and Joan Yen back in the field. But look, react the fact there's a horse to follow out of that race. He's going really well, but all honours to so what. And Diane Giles and Robbie Marola and Johnny Hawk and Sam Godino all in the ownership, so they'll be absolutely stoked. And well done to the team there. And mile rate of 157.7 for so what. So that's the look at uh, Ballarat last night. Uh, for the week ahead, uh, Rob, uh, it's Kilmore Cup night on Friday night. Of course, it's uh, I think it's still a public holiday in Victoria, isn't it? But it's Kilmore Cup night Friday night, uh, and they're for a metropolitan program there. Thursday night's a country front card at uh, Melton, and Saturday night um, is a really good program at Mildura, uh, supported by the Victoria Harness Racing Club with a lot of bonuses there, and you've got a pretty busy week yourself. Yeah, off to Maryborough tomorrow and Oyen today, terrific day for Oyen. They've got the Northern Region Championship, uh, the heat's there today, some really good horses and really looking forward to watching Chase the Goal go around in race eight. He looks a really smart type for Lachlan Prothero. Yeah, it certainly does too. So have a great week, lots of harness action ahead of us, Rob, and happy harnessing, everyone.